Hello and welcome to Tea Time with me, Charlie. And me, Megan. This is our Hi. second episode. Our second episode. Woo! We are being productive people. We are pushing through. And 100%. Yes. And this is our, like you said, this is our second podcast episode. It is. So what beverage did you bring today, Charlie? See, I, I'm lucky. I, I have two drinks today. <laughs> I have a normal cup of tea. Normal cup of tea with for people who don't know what a normal cup of tea is it's just like Yorkshire tea I don't even think it's Yorkshire tea, Yorkshire tea in here but oh, tea with stuff, three Yorkshire sugars tea. don't judge me and orange aid in a cold glass in case I need a cold drink so what, very nice what are you drinking today Megan I am very unhealthy um I'm drinking a monster uh pacific punch oh my god Should were you ID that, that? <laughs> every time you know it um but this week we also have a viewer that sent in um a beverage of choice as it were Ooh. and uh it's will hansen and he has said that he drinks a tea with two sugars and well usually has a packet of hobnobs with him which sounds pretty good to be fair Oof. if if i had a packet of biscuits nearby i would but oh, same. Uh, otherwise you're just, lots of noise Anyway, so today, what is our topic today, Megan? Uh, we're talking about lockdown. Brilliant. We're talking it just one lockdown or two lockdowns? Well, in the first half, we're talking about lockdown one. So lockdown prepare yourselves one. for that joy. <laughs> yes. So lockdown one. Okay. And then we're, we will, we're going to have a, a, we will have a break midway before we start going going on forever because we will go on forever and we'll just yeah talk. we've split it up yeah so i think would you like to start this time can do so yeah. uh i think the lockdown the first one was such a hard hit for everybody because it was something we were preparing ourselves for as every other country went into mm. lockdown but i feel like the british people had a completely different response to the lockdown oh yeah the I re see I remember it being like October November time and this word co coronavirus was on the news and I remember it being just oh yeah it's not is it will just pass it's just it's just something small and then roll around to March and the government were just like nope we're going to full lockdown no shops are going to be open you can't go out you can only go out for exercise for like an hour a day you're not to see your loved ones and it was like that was it was such a massive shock yeah it was yeah because yeah. before that it was like we watched the whole of china go into complete lockdown and we watched mm -hmm. it from our homes youtube it was like look at these people stuck at home and oh can you imagine something as crazy as that being locked in your house and then turn around and it was like well now we're experiencing it um yeah but the, it, it was hard it was very it was very hard and I was I was in school at the time and I and I remember going into school on the Monday and I, I remember it so vividly I was in school on the Monday and as of the next as of Tuesday I w went home on Monday Monday evening and Monday evening they announced the lockdown coming into effect from midnight and yeah. as of Tuesday, that was it. No, the kid, the kids weren't coming into school. We, as, the, we as training staff, uh, staff and teachers and all of that, we weren't going in. 
and yeah. it was it was just surreal and the like you said it was it was you know we we as a country we prepare our country prepared for it in such a different way than people that people other countries were did yeah that you know i will never forget the toilet roll armageddon oh no don't we do we still talk about that because that was traumatic everybody was hunting everywhere for that i know i think the it was it was such a i I don't know it was it was obviously thanks to donald trump i'm 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 sorry i'm gonna call him out on it but do it (laughs) his how he calls it it was fake news that some some article abroad was recording that uh, coronavirus it made made people have chronic diarrhea and all of this bad stuff to do with your tummy and actually it didn't then the experts said it only affects your lungs but once you get one tiny idea into anybody's head they start panicking and I like I remember being seeing on social media that you know shop shelves were being literally stripped bare yeah they were being completely cleared out yeah your pasta, and, your beans, your toilet roll, you couldn't uh, you couldn't go to the toilet or eat because there was nothing left. Nothing left, exactly. And the what it still breaks my heart to see it, to to think about it now, but there were po- there were posts on social media going around of key workers who, you know, had been, you know, out all day saving lives in hospitals with people with COVID yeah. and other illnesses. And they'd yeah. come home and they'd stop by, say, a supermarket on the way home. To, oh, I need to pick up dinner for me, my husband or my wife or my yeah. partner and my kids to get there. And there's nothing. And, and also a massive queue because they started to having to prioritise people because the NHS staff were coming home from work and having to stand in an hour long queue to get food. So they had to start pushing them forwards and people were like, how rude is that? That's not fair. It's like these are people on the front line. And you are not letting them in front. They are like the yeah. war veterans. Let them in. Let them in. And it, it it amazes me that our government had to actually introduce that as a mat as like as a. I'm trying to think of the word. It, it had to be done. Yeah, it did. Mandatory. Because, like it meant that's the word. It, <laughs> it had to be done for people to yeah. start accepting that the elderly, the frontline workers, and people who you know who generally are vulnerable they need the opportunity to go in first and it, yeah. that really in that that whole first first month two months into the first lockdown it really showed and, and I'm, I know it wasn't just our country but across the world across the globe that it really showed the selfishness of yeah people it really did and it made me it, it made me be feel disgraced to be to even go out and be like, yeah. I'm stopping. I'm stopping someone from getting their meal. So yeah. in the end, I stay. I stayed in, and we and my partner and I would just order in on on online shopping whenever we could. So yeah, yeah. because it was really difficult in that respect. It's like in our household, there's five of us, and we needed toilet roll, and there was no toilet roll, and it wasn't even like a oh, we're stocking it up for fun. We had no toilet roll in our house, and mm-hmm. everybody had bought it out because we didn't hear till later on that 
you know, this news article had gone out that everybody was losing their back ends. And so we didn't get in on the toilet roll hype and things like pasta and stuff were sold out and we don't, we don't particularly stock. So as a household of five, we were struggling very quickly. And um, like when we finally did get toilet roll, we split the packet and sent some to, to my sister because mm. <laughs> it was that hard to come by but yeah. I just remember the start of the pandemic being it was so crazy because they put the posters on all the walls didn't they and it was like mm-hmm. wash your hands and you'll be fine this was before the masks this oh, was yeah. wash Me- your hands you'll be safe 20 seconds I was in university and all these posters were everywhere like wash your hands and um and it was just crazy because it, it didn't seem real to me how it felt it's like we left all of our belongings in the studios and it felt a bit like how people probably felt in Chernobyl. That's probably not a fair comparison, but they left all of their belongings in these buildings and had to, there was no going back. There was, you had to leave. Yeah. yeah like It felt like that. Like, you, you know, if it, it you, I can imagine as a creative mind myself, you know, I understand. <laughs> the, like you, you put you put so much time and effort and soul and blood and sweat and tears into into your work, especially at university, even with, even if you're on a BA or if you're on a master's or you're doing a PhD, at any level you are there because you want to study. You are there to exactly, yeah. And you know you put as an artist, and you know, and we can we can vouch for every artist who's been through an art degree, that you know you you put your blood, sweat, tears, your every other bodily fluid that you secrete into your work because yeah. your work becomes your life and exactly for you know for for artists especially once lockdown hit and universities and studios and workshops had to close you know you're you're very I can you're very much stuck in limbo that you can't I can't go in and continue my work but if I yeah. leave it too much if it leave, if I leave it too long I'll lose my connection with it and therefore yeah. it will, when I get back to it I won't get what I want out of it and it becomes exactly. like an unfinished piece yeah but it was more mm. so that my all my tools was locked in the studio <laughs> I had no tools to work with I was felt back to caveman age I had to go into the garden and make myself some new tools you know <laughs> I'm kidding it was not that bad <laughs> like carving some bamboo into some paintbrushes <laughs> <laughs> yeah stealing the hairs out of the back of the dog just so I could paint <laughs> <laughs> synthetic yeah no I mean because all the shops were then closed and there, there was no way of buying you could still yeah. do online but if you Oof. didn't have the money it was just not don't get me started about online shopping Oof. during the oh, lockdown goodness. the and as I, ha- I know compared to this lockdown when we'll talk about our, this second lockdown in a, in a little bit but this in during the first lockdown it was very hard to get anything online and get it on time and that obviously you know these people were key workers and they needed to be safe and companies such as amazon tesco's and all these other places that do offer online services they needed you know they needed to make sure their staff were safe therefore there wasn't that many staff in their warehouses or their you know in their stores collecting the shopping for yeah. all the for the people and because of that you know it meant the orders weren't coming out on time and i'm i don't see i'm i'm a very very patient person i can wait for a parcel that i could order it tomorrow for i can order a parcel tonight and it can 
it can not come until like a year and a bit and I'd still be like oh it's it's come you know I wouldn't complain about it but yeah. I know I know people especially in, in our I, w- I want to say friendship group and people <laughs> that people that we knew on our degree who yeah. you know who went on like rants about how they haven't got their you know their latest whatever because it hasn't come through yet and it's like yeah these people need to understand that these that they are working despite the fact that there is a pandemic you know they are yeah. our key workers they are making sure that mothers can still get the milk that the the breastfeeding milk their babies need because it's not available in supermarkets they're yeah. making sure that prescriptions are still being off, still being delivered they're making sure all these services they keep the cogs that, running yeah they ke- they kept the cogs running and all our government did and I'm, it still annoys me to this day, although I participated, that it still, annoy, it still annoys me that all our government did was on a Thursday night at eight o'clock, we clapped for, ten, for about 10 minutes. Oh, that was, and, that was not enough. That, like, no. that was so unfair. And it was yeah. like one of those where after that section of clapping and being so great, they cut a load of staff and they stopped paying a load of them. And it was like, you're literally last year they were on about how the NHS was crippled and it needed funding and da, da, da. and then this year when a pandemic's happening we should go out and clap for them because that's going to feed them yeah I mean people were giving staff stuff just to keep them running during yeah. it's like people were giving them food and cafes and places were giving them 10 percent off or shops were giving them discounts because mm-hmm. because the government was struggling yeah the government wasn't prepared to actually pay them the wages they actually need to needed to keep the nhs running and exactly it it although like i said i participated i stood outside and i clapped and all of this and in a way it did bring a lot of people together for a short period of time yeah it was like the only time to see the neighbors wasn't it (laughs) and and at at the same time you know it, it made people understand that these people are genuinely keeping our country running but you know as soon as soon as it got to a bit further in the lockdown and restrictions started to ease a little bit that all of that yeah. was forgotten it was like oh back to normal you know we're gonna you know we're gonna meet up with however many people the government will let us do and yeah it it was all of a sudden that oh you know the nurses the doctors the you know the porters the people in pharmacies and all of that who were keeping like people alive they were just forgotten and even now as we're ending 2020 they've still not been reconciled for their exemplary service you know like like you said their wages have actually been cut and it's like well yeah you know next time you're in the you're in the hospital mr johnson that (laughs) maybe you know instead of instead of receiving world-class health care because you run the country maybe you should have an NHS doctor who is actually working on, you know, less money to keep you alive because yeah. you want money for your friends. Oh, yeah. But he was still able to go out and see his friends the entire time. That was the yeah. other thing. If you, if you were rich enough to be able to pay for the fines, you could still go out and see oh, people. Yeah. It was like yeah. a poor person. You can't go out and see anybody because you don't have the money to see anybody. Exactly. And... Yeah. Which is what I found in the first half of the lockdown, because before the lockdown happened, um, like January, February time, I got myself on a awful dating site 
<laughs> and um, I met myself somebody special, and Ooh, basically yes. um, we managed to meet each other as the you know the whole pandemic was starting, and it was like we both were very careful before mm -hmm. any of the symptoms were out into the world, and um, then we had to continue talking over social media, and. Yeah. I feel like before that, I didn't appreciate how much I use social media, but we use social media to talk for that whole lockdown. And it's mm -hmm. like, if this had happened back in a time when we didn't have social media, you wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to have like FaceTime calls, mm -hmm. uh, general text, and you can text a message probably, yeah. but it's like, you've got all these other ways of accessing and talking to people but it still didn't stop from the fact that there was no physical connection. And it, it's really hard. It's like, I didn't get to see you at all because oh, of this lockdown and we can mm. only FaceTime. And I think for a lot of people, this lockdown caused a lot of mental strain because from going from complete freedom to being able to see everybody, you had to stay inside and you couldn't see anybody and you can only contact them by message. And it's never the same as sitting in a room and having a coffee and enjoying yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, you know, it, it was, well, look at us now. You know, we are still, we're 40 miles apart and we're still, we're using a social media platform to do what we're doing. Yeah. And the, you know, it, obviously with, with me in terms of relationships, I, I, I live with, you know, my other half, you know, I, yeah. I, you know, we, we've been together a good number of years and we, and we live together and, this we moved in just as lockdown kind of just really as the country is. kind of shut it's shut everything and you know normally that I think that would put an awful lot of strain on on a relationship but yeah. I think and that's made that whole lockdown period that those six months we had in lockdown they really they brought me and me and Jack closer together yeah that we are you know the, although people we we not I wouldn't say we we argue like a married couple because we don't argue, but <laughs> you know it's you know we we have we have a balance now that lockdown has given us that we that we know that we know we can be around each other and be happy in each other's silences and all that yeah. you know cliche romantic uh, relationship stuff <laughs> that people that people tell you when you move in with someone that you know oh they, you know their socks are going to be everywhere I know that's why I picked them up. You know, I'm not yeah. going to, I'm not going to rip his head off for no. him leaving, for him leaving some socks that have fallen out of his washing basket. So what? It's not going to take me two seconds to pick him up. <laughs> but I think that was because it was quite a big thing. I remember when we were first talking before the lockdown and mm. everything had gone quiet and it actually gave you both an opportunity to move in and to arrange stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. And that was something that you two, if this lockdown hadn't have happened, you two wouldn't have had the opportunity to sort oh, stuff no. out. And it sounds awful, but in that respect, the lockdown was great because you actually got to sort stuff out and figure out the dynamic of living together, which I'm yeah. so jealous because I had to do phone conversations and stay yeah. away from my partner. <laughs> but at the same time, would you, you know, would you, would you argue that, that time has you know it's giving you normally in a relationship those first couple of months are you know they're very heavily the honeymoon period that you know yeah. you you talk you you do things with each other's bodies you talk you do things with each other's <laughs> bodies and you know that's very that makes up a good two three four months of a relationship before you start 
you know becoming you get in you get in, into that balance with another person and yeah well I think with... sorry I interrupted you no I think that really helped with the dynamic though for us because we didn't get that honeymoon stage as such because we had to social distance, but we also got the mm. time to sit and talk and appreciate each other and actually learn stuff about each other. Because mm. Will and I were discussing it the other day that uh, we actually talked about series and got to learn little things that you perhaps wouldn't. Because mm. the thing is, we wouldn't perhaps have had such deep conversations. It would have perhaps mm. been like, oh, my God, you're so damn fine. And I don't know, yeah. nice ass. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have been this like so what series are we watching today or what are you watching and it was like back then it was like tiger king <laughs> yeah, tiger king see you know and we, we will swing around to what we what we watched during oh, 100%. lockdown because oh, the icons. icons yes the but that that period you know that period of you you and will having actually having that discuss those discussions you know, if you if you went on, say, a date, that's what you would bring up on a date before you go yeah. home and do things with each other's bodies, you know. Oh, God, how scandalous. At least third date. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but, you know, but, and that, you know, by having that period of time to talk to talk to each other, to get to know each other, by the, when, when, by the time restrictions were receding and you were able to actually see each other, you were you were. Yeah not only meeting up with a person you met online you were meeting up with a friend that you had met yeah. that you had taught spoken to and that you had connections with and that you were that you can you could see yourself spending time with yeah and, you know I have still yet to meet this Will so you oh know, you need to meet him oh we, goodness he, when I first met him when those lockdown were eased oh goodness it was amazing I was so excited it was like back uh, to first episode tail wagging <laughs> <laughs> so Will if you are listening you have still to submit your citizenship uh, paperwork <laughs> to uh, our to my queendom I will not let you in <laughs> because I'm the first port of call I protect this bitch okay so because she's stupid <laughs> well, not, not that she you know you are a strong independent woman but you know us gays got you back honey don't you worry we will Aww. you know but like i said will send me your citizenship application please and i will and i need three references thank you very much <laughs> oh my goodness oh but i will say like for this lockdown it has changed people's relationships oh yeah like, yeah for me personally, it changed how I view relationships mm-hmm. um, on a much deeper level now. I feel like I've evolved. You've, you have um, ascended to yeah, a higher, but like, higher being. Honestly, but I feel like for each of us, it's changed. Like for some people, they've broken up because they couldn't cope mm-hmm. with the distance. And, and I think or, it shows... What, sorry? No, and, and so, sorry, no, no. <laughs> completely interrupted you I'm so sorry it's okay you know some people who actually live together you know yeah and this lockdown's broken them up because they realize they don't actually have a lot in common with each other and they actually don't they realize that they don't want to spend time with these people and it you know it it, like it's it's made me humble and I know it's made it's like you said made you think of them of relationships a lot differently yeah but you know it it was it's it's definitely brought out a lot in a, in a, a lot of people that is brought it brought out you know a much maturer way of thinking for a lot of people 
Yeah. And, or immaturity, depending on, you know, <laughs> certain where people. You are. <laughs> Depends on where you are. We'll get more into that after, you know, after our break. But <laughs> yeah, oh. but we'll swing back around to what we were watching during lockdown, because I tell oh, you now, gosh, yes. my Netflix, my Disney Plus, <laughs> my Amazon, my YouTube has never been used more. And I think it feels slightly <laughs> abused, abused that, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've, that, you know, I, I think, yeah, it's the most my any of these subscription streaming services have, have seen from me in months. You know. Yeah, they had their money's worth used when this lockdown hit. Everybody was like, about to spend that coin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Disney, I tell, I'm, I am an absolute slut for Disney. I'm sorry, I will oh, say I that. <laughs> I am, you know, Disney could, Disney could say we rule the world, and I would follow them blindly over a cliff. I don't know why Same. they have a hold over me, but anyway, that I remember when Disney Plus was announced that it was coming into the UK, and I had a reminder on my calendar it was written <laughs> on my calendar I had it in my diary it was it was like Disney Plus is coming to UK oh my god it's going to be amazing and we have it and we graciously share it with you as well yeah so. I was just about to say if it wasn't for you two I'd have been bored out of my brains during lockdown yeah. like paying for Disney and then being like girl here you go I was like that is like my Christmas yeah. my Easter my birthday in one yeah. beautiful package because that saved my ass this lockdown yeah that but disney made disney made an absolute killing with disney plus you it know did, yeah. they when they announced it that always they did they did bring it forward a couple of days so then it could so then the uk could have access to it but it, easily the best six pound a month that we pay out of yeah. all the bills we pay because <laughs> you know i'm sorry but every disney film ever made every Star Wars film ever made, every oh Marvel God, yes. film ever made, yes. every Pixar film ever made, and all the Disney Channel TV shows and films and National Geographic and The Simpsons, every episode of The Simpsons is all yeah. on this one platform. As a, as a slut I mean, for Disney, this is perfect for me. It but... really was, yeah. I got to sit and re-watch the Star Wars movies again because I've watched them and my family are big fans. And we quote it a lot all through our BA it used to be like do it I'd be like I don't know if I want to buy this do it do it, <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> and then um every now and then hello there <laughs> and if you don't know yeah. <laughs> General Kenobi <laughs> um it's just one of those though where you finally got to see everything and then Netflix brought out the banger uh what was it Tiger, Tiger King. King. I don't know why my brain went numb oh. then. It hasn't been mentioned in so long. First lockdown, Tiger King, the biggest yep. craze. Carol Baskin killed her husband. <laughs> Carol <bashed Baskin>. him. <laughs> yep, she kept. And see, I wasn't that interested when I, uh, when it first came out. I was more interested in the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. I oh think gosh, yes. Yeah, but that's Sounds because right. I'm. I don't know. It was. I, it was. Um, I wasn't as bothered by Joe Exotic because I thought he was yeah but then <laughs> then Jack sat me down and he was like look you need to watch this so I watched it and I could kind of see why people liked it but yeah at the same time I was just like this guy is giving gays a really bad name I'm sorry but yeah you know at the same time though he you know I understand what he does what he does and why he does it but you know it, it was just yeah it it baffled me it you know I just watched it and I was like oh my god 
she killed her husband. <laughs> he tried or her to body language, yeah. 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 And all of this over some tigers that you probably shouldn't be keeping in cages anyway. No. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking I'm, them on little trips to uh, Hollywood stars so they can sit and chill with the cats. And... Yeah, and oh, yeah, it was it, it was a revolutionary documentary series on Netflix, and I must admit that once I got into once I got into watching it, it was interesting. Yeah, but yeah, that I rem- and I remember you couldn't take two steps on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. <laughs> No. anywhere without there being Carol Baskin killed her husband or Joe Exotic for president or you know something oh God, yeah. along those lines and oh, I think my favorites were the ones where people had started interacting with their postmen and postwomen because they got so bored during lockdown that if you put your parcel in a certain box you agreed that Carol Baskin killed her husband and if you put it in the other box it was she didn't yeah. kill her husband and there started to be like post wars of what the postman thought and it's like can you imagine being a postman and not watching it like do you put it in the middle like undecided yeah (laughs) so see since since tiger king came out i know there's been a quite a bit of controversy just recently as of november 2020 in terms of carol baskin but yeah i know that she came out as bisexual this year and we love a bi queen and we love someone who can finally accept themselves um but then she was like sued for something or other and yeah, I it didn't is. see that. Oh or, or, no. I, well, she might not have been sued. It was something to do with her. And yeah, but she, you know, if I ever saw her in public, I'd be like, so how's your husband? Hmm? <laughs> Did you tie your feet nicely that night? Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh no. It was but, bad. Yeah. See, what I know, what one series that I watched during lockdown, and I. See, I'm a bit of, I'm one of those one trick ponies that I'd sit and watch the same three series over and over and over and over and over again. See, <laughs> but, but I did watch, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It was, it was, it was, it was on there at the beginning of the lockdown and then it was removed by Netflix. Oh. I can't remember for the life of me, but I did, I did watch all of Grace and Frankie, all of that over and over again, Good one choice. day at a time over and over again. I've never seen it <laughs> you should it's very good and i recommend it to viewers as well if you could if you do want to watch it it is very very good and i can't remember for the life of me what it was called i, I don't want to get my netflix up and have a look because i'll be there for everything yeah don't do that but, oh. although i would like to say right that that was something that really helped me to get past mm. some of the time. If I didn't have oh, creative yeah. moments, I could sit and watch a program and it helped my mental health, something chronic. It was like, I actually have something to do. It was something to keep your mind occupied. And oh, I think yeah, that yeah. was very important for a lot of people. Yeah. We were discussing um, some of the articles that we'd read about it. And it's insane the amount of people and their personal stories and like men that suddenly felt comfortable enough to talk about their stories because it's oh, always yeah. been such a you shouldn't talk about your mental health if you're a man because you're supposed to be strong and no you yeah. shouldn't you should talk about your feelings oh i know see the the article that uh, that we that we've referenced or that we looked at was on bbc and the i will link it in our um, description below so if people want to go read it they can but like you said that there are that there are more and more 
I've noticed more and more men are come are being are being not brave, but that they're how they're finally accepting that they need help and they need to speak out. Yeah. And like I've made I've made some notes because I'm a prepared queen. That we love a prepared queen. We, we love a prepared queen. And that so in one of the in the article that there was a teenager at the well I say teenager at the age of nineteen that he did he developed a eating disorder during lockdown and yeah. uh, it says in the article I realized it that he it got really bad around the July August time and that was just as restrictions started to ease but it wasn't eased enough for people no, to return wasn't. to their everyday lives and it was he, he goes on to say that I didn't actually realize I had an eating disorder until one of my friends said the lots of things the lots of things I'm doing are dangerous and demonstrate eating disorder habits so I got help and that's one thing that a lot of men I think that a lot of people they they are very quick to say oh you know you need help you need help you need help and I think the problem with male mental health is that you know all you could have all these friends saying you need help but it's society's hold on you as a as a male that the moment yeah. you say you put your hands up and say I need help you're weak you're you know you're not the man you're not a man if you if you say I have emotions I'm feeling things which I think is disgusting I think you're only human everybody's human we should be allowed to discuss our feelings and emotions and it shouldn't be criticized because mental health is a big part like your brain is part of your body and if if you had a broken leg would you run on it why why would you carry on if you're having mental problems you shouldn't run on that broken brain you know oh exactly and you know one thing I have noticed is that in terms of age ranges it is definitely the early teens to mid 30s late 40s yeah. people who are actually coming out and saying look I have a mental health I have a mental health difficulty I need help and yeah I think that that's obviously a generational thing that the older you are I think there was such a stigmatization of you know you can't say how you feel because if you do you're seen as weak you're seen as wrong you you know your opinion doesn't count you know yeah. you just need you just need to deal with it like we have so yeah. It was you know. very good, though, because it's like a lot of people on Facebook started putting on uh, sessions to discuss, like, how they're feeling. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I, know, I, know, I know that, you know, that we could talk an awful lot about mental health during, during lockdown. And, you know, I think, we might, I think we might have to just take a quick break because... And then come back to it, huh? And then come back to it, because it is a very, very... You know there is there's an awful lot to talk about it and it's you know we and and i will make sure that all the appropriate information for people if they did if they have had still issues feel or, that way. or still feel that way because we are and as of today we are still in a second national lockdown which we will get on to but yeah we are gonna we're going to have a quick break we're going to do some we're going to do something a little bit different so stick with us and we will go We'll carry on our discussion in a moment. Okay, so while we're, we're going, taking a quick break from our very, very lovely topic of lockdown this week, but in between our, our topic, we're, we want to 
have a little bit of a section where we just discuss something that's a bit off the off the off the record a bit and something that either annoys us or is a bit of a, a bit of drama or a bit of gossip and this section is that we've called and we, we really like the name is what's the tea sis what's the tea sis <laughs> i love that <laughs> so and this week megan what is the tea the tea is pyramid schemes because during this lockdown i have never seen so many period period <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no you haven't seen wow, so I've never many. seen so many periods jeez no oh pyramid schemes oh no I'm so sorry this happens a lot by the way for anybody that doesn't know we perhaps have brain farts and words just don't come out right and we're only human so please don't pick on me <laughs> well some of us are human you know <laughs> some of us think that pyramid schemes sound like period <laughs> yes. but that's okay um, yeah pyramid schemes like I've not, <laughs> I've not encountered that many so far However, I know that you, it's a totally different story for you. Oh gosh, I had people popping up in my, it sounds like I'm so popular. I had people popping up in my messages um, saying, hi, I haven't heard from you in a long time. Would you like to come along and buy my aloe vera? If I have any more aloe vera pages, I'm going to rip out my hair so that I can aloe vera the top of my head because I have had seven or eight messages from people. I thought they were just popping up and being like, hi, how are you? Let's talk about our lives. Um, instead they were asking for money off me and I, it's one of those where I can understand people are trying to make money with schemes and trying to get themselves some funding during the lockdown but as somebody who lost her job during lockdown and had no money um, this pyramid scheme was not it sis and I had many and I didn't know who to go to in the end see I under, I like I can I follow your thinking that you know like the whole idea of people selling things to make money i understand that completely that people if they've got the chance to go you know do a avon walk around on a, on a neighborhood so they can earn a couple extra pennies for christmas i understand that but yeah. you know i've i've seen a couple especially during the first lockdown at the beginning i noticed that especially smaller businesses they were because yeah. obviously they were going to be more impacted by it but yeah i know i'm I've had in the past people message me that I went to school with them like 16 odd years ago and they're like, hey, yep. how are you doing? I'm now selling shit. Buy it, please. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, not even a how are you? You know? <laughs> yeah, a, like, you know, not even pretend to like me a little bit, just yeah. straight in with the kill. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like, I, I understand, but I'm like, how do you sleep at night? Like I don't go, I don't, I don't message random people out the blue and be like, "Hey, we went to school like ten years ago. Buy my art." Seriously, I, I was so tempted to start responding with that. I was so tempted to start being like, "Oh, so uh, if I'm following your Avon page, can you like drop a like on my Instagram and my art page and buy all my paintings because I'm gonna buy your aloe vera or your body shop or whatever else you're selling?" And I felt myself losing my marbles because I was like, "I can't afford this stuff." and I'd love to support all my friends, but I ain't got a penny to share, and none of y'all have shared my art page, but yeah. you want me to buy your aloe vera? <laughs> but it's, yeah, it, 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 it's such a, like, not tricky, tricky thing, but, you know, there's a time and a place. Yeah. And I think lockdown, because obviously everyone was at home, 
and people needed to make money. They thought, oh, I'd make an easy killing here. And yeah. I understand that people needed to make a, make money, but at the same time, like there are ways of going ways. about it. Like promote yourself on, like use a, use a website, use, you know, maybe obviously not so much you couldn't really go to door to door anymore but no. you know maybe host a facebook live or instagram live or you know make a video of yourself promoting your products and yeah. then just posting that because more and more people are more likely to respond to that than hi how are you doing let me whisper in the ear buy my aloe vera otherwise you'll quit you know <laughs> i'm not Love gonna it. you should promote your aloe vera like that yeah. <laughs> if you're selling any <laughs> um, yeah i've got yeah i've got loads in my attic but it it was really hard though because you can feel the pain that they need the extra money but they're also calling out to a facebook crowd where they've got 10 or 12 friends doing the exact same thing and none of us have any money because we're currently in a really awful situation we we lost our work (laughs) we've got no work (laughs) um but i i I have found it particularly hard. I felt myself getting really selfish because I was like, none of mm. these people have ever stopped to look at my Facebook and promote my artwork. And I was like, you could drop mm. a like, you don't have to share it. Nobody cares to really see it. Um, but you could at least drop a like and pretend you care so that I at least pretended to care and shared the aloe vera to yeah. my aunts and uncles and whoever yeah. else is on my Instagram, Facebook. Like it's like, a, is it like, is it like an equal give and take like i will promote i will promote and bolster you if you if you promote and bolster me you know it's a very it's a very one one way street you know well it's not a one-way street it should be a two-way street that you know if if i give to you and i and i promote you you know it should you know it, it shouldn't go without saying that please can you promote me at the same time I mean, yeah, that's how I see it. But I I think what was hardest is we were in this lockdown and you couldn't see anybody. And all of a sudden you had a pop-up message from your friend from school and you think, oh my God, I haven't seen that person in years. And oh, you see the first line, hi, how are you? And you think, oh my God, we're going to have a lovely, oh, never mind, they're selling me Avon. (laughs) (laughs) Unless Edward Scissorhands is attached to your Avon parcel, I don't care. Yeah, unless you're selling like golden stuff or stuff that I can then sell on for four times the value, not interested. Or I can put on my on my bookcase to then never use because it's too (laughs) valuable. Yeah. Also, there's this great stigma around pyramid schemes because I I can't remember, it was a long while ago, there was a YouTube video and it showed what happened to women. They got themselves into debt doing these pyramid schemes Mm -hmm. because you basically, everybody above you was doing great because they'd sell all their stock to the people below them and you were just in debt because you couldn't shift the stock. So you having to buy it to pretend you were selling it to make sale numbers. I don't know if it's the same for this particular pyramid scheme but I, I was getting really worried for all these people I'm like girl no <laughs> like join the yeah. people making face masks join the face masks scheme yeah, make join, some the, masks. join the people making face masks or scrubs for the NHS or you know like food parcels for people who can't go out as much you know maybe obviously all of that kind of stuff you probably can't make money well you couldn't make money off at the same time you could promote yourself that way give yourself yeah. a platform 
and then once you have that established platform then use the you know like i said facebook live youtube you know do demonstrations of those products you use them on yourself you know that's why i'm i'm gonna bring him up because i love him why well, don't I? do it but <laughs> do it. you know that's why you know that's why jeffrey styled is so good at promoting yeah. his stuff because he doesn't you know he doesn't say he doesn't you know obviously he's big enough to not have to now but you know he tests his products there and then for you to see he tests yeah. he he reviews it he tells you the price point he he shows you the component all of that kind of stuff and that is key for promotion yeah you know, i think that they needed to do that for the period yeah. i would have been sold they'd have been like show me these glam shots of this aloe vera like oh yes rubbing it yeah. on my skin it's so like, sensual <laughs> like yes yeah, like just even if it's just a 10 a 10 second demo of you rubbing it on your skin to show the effect it has on your skin you know by all means that probably sell more because people are like oh yeah actually that looks really good on my on your skin that made that's made your skin look really good you know what would have sold it for me is if they'd have rubbed it all over their skin and then surfed down a slide and been like look you can lube yourself up for slides everywhere <laughs> i'd have been like six tubs of aloe vera please <laughs> six tubs of aloe vera and um moisturizer a bag to put them in. <laughs> <laughs> watch me slip and slide with your pyramid scheme <laughs> slip and slide. but yeah so that's is that is that all the tea is that all i the mean tea? I, I think we've discussed all the pyramids okay well from triangle you, point to triangle point if you do have a pyramid scheme and you are not doing so well you know maybe take into take into account how you promote yourself because yeah. sometimes a message is a bit too imp- bit too impersonal, not isn't personal enough, or maybe you just need to be just need to be just a bit more, you know, stand back a bit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, take yeah. a leap out of these of of the beauty industry's idea of how to promote yourself. You know do swatches do pictures do stuff that people can relate to not just hey how are you i'm selling shit i mean but, it's hard to rely on friends and family so it's not always the best route friends no. and family don't always have money and no. it's a good way to start but i don't know you got to share some love to receive some love exactly but i think we should be on to our next topic now shouldn't we yes i think we should uh move swiftly on from the tea because i have my mug is empty so we've spilt enough Ooh, for one hour. we need a top up we need a top up and we are back for part de two lockdown part two lockdown part two or lockdown lockdown two lockdown two basically the worst sequel to the first film which was not very good <laughs> Yeah, um, this one's way worse. No, it's it's just not as good quality, is it? No, it's it's not it's not Shrek two level of good at all. No, no. Although no. what I will say is, compared to the first lockdown, we have McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> can we talk about that? First lockdown, people were losing their minds. You couldn't have like, you couldn't have McDonald's because it couldn't be ordered. The shops were shut. Everybody was freezing their McDonald's before the lockdown so they could have it throughout. And you know no. what? It was just six months too long. Was it six was, months? Well, they, they opened, I think it was July time. They, so about three, four months that they they were closed. But those three months, those those months, they were dark days. We oh, lost we, many we to the other. 
yeah, yeah. we'd call each other and be like I miss McDonald's I'm oh, hungry <laughs> see that no that shows how unfit like our and I think as a country that that shows how unfit and how over reliant we are on fast food that yeah. the country goes into absolute uproar because <gasps> you can't get a double cheeseburger at 11 at night oh it was but, hideous I mean when oh yeah you can you go you go I was going to say when me and my mum cycled to Asda to get food for the household and I saw that it was open for the first time that must have been like early August I lost mm. my mind I had to stand in that line with all the people I was like I need my McDonald's yes I need I need <laughs> I need that bad food in my bo- in my body uh, <laughs> and it doesn't help that you're that where you are you are on lockdown for another four or five weeks compared to everywhere else in the wo- in the world while everyone else yeah. in July were, you know, they were fine. They could start going out and start emerging from their holes. You know, you were, we were... Leicester stayed in. Yeah, you were just like, you know what? I've seen the outside, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, longer. we stayed in, what was it? I think the other month it was 120 days or something. Yeah, you were... Leicester's been in lockdown. Um, but unfortunately, I misheard the rules slightly and travelled to see my other half um, by myself. I didn't see anybody. I stayed by myself. So I actually left off um, when mm. the, the rules were restricted. It wasn't like as bad. You could meet somebody who was in a social bubble. Yeah. So I did actually go and do that and then realized afterwards that we hadn't left and there were yeah. certain rules. <laughs> I know. It was like it was so like because when when I came out of lockdown, because where, where Jack and I live, we came out, we emerged from lockdown with the rest of the country in July. And the well, the first thing that we that we wanted to do was like, oh my God, we need to see each other. We need to yeah. like actually see each other. And, and within like a day or so of the actual lockdown closing, the government were like, uh-uh, Lester, you stay there. No, no, no. <laughs> and, it's like, and it was like, guys, no. <laughs> and, you know, it's yeah but oh. it was like one thing that is is good about this lockdown like you said is that places are staying open to deliver food and yeah and I since since this lockdown started in at the beginning of November it has been like I think I Jack and I we've we've gone and had McDonald's I think twice yeah and it's and even then that's because it's open for drive through and I think that's be, they've obviously learnt from their la- from last time they've le- they've learnt that they can still operate with a reduced yeah. team and a reduced menu and I think this time they around more and more people safe yeah and I think more and more people aren't going out to spend that kind of money now because the big the big Christmas is looming over the hill and people are starting to save money thinking oh I've got a pay we've got one more pay paycheck coming before we have to start buying Christmas presents or before yeah you know all of that and that will be a future episode in itself when it comes to oh, Christmas. 100% but you've got so much to look forward to <laughs> but I do think that's funny and also it's like Greg's Greg's has started yeah. doing a service this lockdown Greg's are doing delivery like that was not around first lock- to- second lockdown Greg's are like come get your chicken slice people come and get your sausage <laughs> rolls come and get your sausage rolls yeah and I'm, I must admit like I didn't realize how much I missed fast food and the convenience of fast food until I couldn't get it yeah and same it was like it was this, and 
I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm. I think my memory has gone completely because it's been how long it's been since I've actually had an academic thought that I'm, <laughs> I think I'm actually pushing two like two years together that didn't yep. KFC run out of chicken at the beginning of the lockdown or was that a separate time oh no I can't I, can't, I, I mean I, I feel can't like remember. oh gosh I don't know <laughs> I would Are you asking the wrong idiot but the but yeah I, I know in my head that's something that apparently yeah. that you know companies were running out of things and that I might be completely wrong and that might be a different year that might just be another apocalyptic time but wait I'm, I'm searching right now let's see what searching. it says but while, while, while you're searching that you know and I think a lot of people this time round, they they know it's there and because they know it's there they're not going to get it as much I could yeah. be completely wrong I've not left my I've not left my house in about that was February two thousand and eighteen. Oh wow! <laughs> see, you you blended two years together there. <laughs> see, twenty nineteen was rough. Twenty twenty is even rougher. So I'm so don't. Oh blame no! Me. I mean, to be fair, that is a fair comment because back then it was like a pandemic in itself when KFC ran out of chicken. It was oh, like, yeah. oh my god, the place is closed. We can't get chicken. Turn over <laughs> to twenty twenty. You can't get toilet paper. You can't get pasta. You can't yeah. get tinned food, and you cannot get McDonald's. Yeah. And that is tough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that, that I've noticed this time around, people are more relaxed in terms of online shopping and yeah. ordering online. And I've not been in a, in, actually walked into a supermarket this lockdown. But yeah. I'm assuming that since that I'm on our on, online shopping orders, we are getting everything we're ordering and there's not shortage of anything. That yeah. I think people are realizing they don't need to panic by this time around. Saying that, you know, we are we are supposed to emerge from this lockdown in about a week and a bit. So maybe it did happen at yeah. the beginning and I was just asleep for most of it. I was gonna say that maybe not for your end, but this end we had uh the toilet paper problem again. And yeah. uh I think it was the tin aisle or something. There was a oh the chocolate aisle got raided at our end. Maybe that's just a Leicester thing. But the chocolate in the toilet paper did get raided again and there were queues, mad queues again, because people were like the pandemic hasn't started. Not pandemic, the pandemic uh, it's been here the whole time. The <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> it's all the same thing. Um yeah. yeah, so we had people stockpiling at the first first couple of days of this lockdown and then mm. people chilled out again. But I went to the shop the other day and there were people not wearing masks because people don't believe in masks this lockdown mm. and uh the, sh the people weren't social distancing there's a lot of people i've seen it on social media there's a lot of people that think that the disease doesn't happen and people are wearing masks for fashion there's been articles saying the mask does nothing but it does it protects other people supposedly yeah. so it, it it's not so much it doesn't protect you as much as it protects other people and exactly the see I'm, I've been recently I don't know why but everything I've been seeing on and I think it's got something to do with the fact that the election happened during this lockdown as well we'll get on yeah. to that because I've I've got some thoughts I have okay, some okay. thoughts but the the whole idea I forgot what I was going to say the <laughs> the the people masks. <laughs> yeah with masks that people this time round they they don't see it as a protection for themselves and I can and it doesn't help that the government have mar not marketed but they but that's how this how it is the science it, science 
the scientists brain fart they've said <laughs> that wear a mask because it protects others you know yeah. it is it is it's your duty as a citizen to wear a mask and I've noticed in this country obviously there are the few odd you know there are where their words I'm too nice to say but oh, there I are know. a couple of people and I understand there are people with exceptions however there are people who just downright don't wear a mask and it's like yeah. oh you're taking away my right to breathe and it's like well no you're <laughs> taking away someone's right to live by not yeah. wearing a mask you know my favorite one is when people go um I don't need to wear a mask um it's it's my right and they start arguing that and then then they're in the town centre where they're around lots of people. Or they say, I have a health condition, I cannot wear the mask. And you see them in these big crowded places and you think, if you have a health problem, should you really be out shopping, Sandra? Sandra, should you be shopping for those shoes without a mask on? I don't even know yeah. a Sandra. <laughs> Debbie, Becky, Debbie. no. 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 There's, there's, a, there's a word for those people. And I think it begins with K, ends in Aaron. And oh god the karens careful the karens. they're gonna come but, for us <laughs> oh, no I, I have i have a lot to say about karens kens chads and all of those people because those kinds of people and i'll get onto that in a minute but but it's but, a serious concern because if you have health problems and you know that you're vulnerable to the virus i mean okay it's mentally hard to stay at home but why would you put yourself in a situation where you're not safe yeah exactly the you know people like when but even before the lockdown happened that people would just walk very blase you know like oh I don't need to wear a mask you know it's my right to not wear a mask I don't need to breathe and then they'll be down an aisle even yeah. if it's like a soft toy aisle or the toy aisle in say B&M or whatever and they're just hacking their lungs up on the toys yes you know? and they're yeah. very clearly ill and they're just like I don't need to wear a mask and it's like well excuse me you've now infected me my partner and, several other people. and about 30 other people who are, who are going to come by those toys probably yeah. touch them especially if they're kids and they're going to transmit it to their grandparents they're going to transmit it to their friends and their friends are going to yeah. transmit it everywhere it's, it's but i think that's something that's more real this second lockdown because first lockdown i don't think a lot of us really considered the potential it had to be passed on whereas now it's like I could come into contact with somebody during university and they could have mm -hmm. the coronavirus yeah. and they could go, they could go unnoticed for several days and I could go yeah. see friends or I could hang about with people at university and then I could go see people at home and people at home go to work and, and my brothers mm -hmm. go to school. And it's like, if any one of us accidentally got into contact or passed somebody, that's immediately like 30 people yeah. outside of your home that's infected. Yeah. And is that I not scary and why was that not told yeah. more so during the first one yeah like I understand that this time around they have kept schools universities and other places open I understand that you know that those six months off made a really really big lasting impression on children's education and mental and health and social well-being it did yeah. children need to be in those environments to develop as people but at the same time, I think it. I think it's they've not thought about the fact that a teacher can be in a classroom with thirty other children, yep, and then be in contact. Those thirty other children be in contact with their parents, who probably go to work and then come into contact with other people. Yeah, and although children don't gather, don't get it as much, 
you know, they can they, still pass it. They can still be they can still be carriers, like you said. And you know, that teacher will that is, you know, is then not protected because then it's you know, I think it, I know it differs from school to school, but I think a lot of teachers they choose not to wear a mask in yeah. front of the children in front of these children because I know that the children be like, Why are you wearing a mask? You know, I can't yeah. hear what you're saying. And it's you know, and, and like with people going to university and students and if you are listening and you are a student you are a dumbass you know don't <laughs> Rude. Oh, that's me no, well, not, not, <laughs> no. not every, I understand it's not every student because I know there are students who actually do take this seriously like yeah. my younger sister she is at university right this second and she she had to within about three weeks four weeks of her being at uni her entire household they all became they, they all came into contact with someone someone in their household was positive with it and yeah. my sister she she does take it seriously she washes her hands she wears gloves she wears masks all of this but yeah. yet there are still students out there and you know it is the students who come from a nice wealthy background where mum and dad or mum and mum and dad and dad have bought everything for them and they've never had to lift a finger to do anything yeah it's their first time away from home They've oh, got full advantage of it. Yeah, they've got thousands in the bank because of thank you government. And yeah. you know, they're out there getting wasted, doing all these things with other people and and they're not realizing the risks they are making. No. And it's like you know, it it doesn't take a genius to realize that this pandemic is killing people. It yeah. is killing thousands of people and infecting thousands of people every day. And, yeah. you know, I'm lucky enough that I've not had anybody in my family or immediate friend, immediate friendship group or anything like that who has come into contact with it and has, you know, had severe repercussions because of it. I think well, yeah. we, I, we both have theories that we had it at the beginning of this year and we just didn't know it. But yeah, we just thought know. it was really bad illness, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. But it's the problem is with a lot of it is for schools now not like me and my partner were discussing this the other day like kids don't always have wi-fi or internet at home mm -hmm. so for schools they could have given them workbooks sent them home yeah. for the month and it would have brought the number down and kept everybody safe but yeah. by keeping the schools open you're risking everybody and then on top of that factor it's like for my course i'm mostly online and then i have studio yeah. days but the university sorted it so that students don't actually have to see each other or be near each other yeah. But you have students in accommodations that don't care and are crossing accommodations. And yeah. it's like you're giving the whole of the university a bad name. But on top of that now, you have students that are striking because we're paying a lot of money for something that could be on that an online course would be half the price. And it's it's a big debate now that students should be getting their money back. Yeah, and, and it's, they should. It's hideous, but... I do yeah. think that it was a really poor decision on the government's behalf of keeping all the schools, colleges yeah. and universities open. I think for one month, one, one whole month, month yeah. it would have knocked the R number down because Leicester's R number has gone crazy. And the schools, I've heard of a lot of cases in schools. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, it's four weeks, four weeks in lockdown. They could have easily done half the school in for two weeks the other yeah. half is off and then yeah. they swap so then two yeah. weeks only if so for those two weeks the children they're not coming into contact with other with other classes they are spread yeah. out and I understand 
it's a school to school thing that it's not a government it's not like a rule that they should follow yeah it's you know and I understand there are children out there who like you said don't have internet don't have access to a lot of these things yeah they should that they rightfully should through circumstance or other means exactly but 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 I, I, I do think it's really sad that they've done this lockdown to try and bring the R down all for Christmas and yeah. it's like other religions have not had priority but some white mm-hmm. man in the in the politicians and they were like yo christmas should be saved but diwali mm-hmm. and everything else cancelled yeah. and that's oh they, they, this 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 see another brain fart oh my god the <laughs> just just this lockdown if the i know that this lockdown in itself the means of it the the means of it happening is in itself an issue that the scientists three four weeks before the lockdown happened said look we need to go into lockdown now to lower the rate to lower the r the r number so then when it comes to christmas people can be a bit more free with meeting each other and christmas can be a bit more normal but the government were more worried at the fact that oh shit the economy might drop a bit we might go into recession and i understand i'm no politician I'm not brilliant with maths, but not at the same time, I understand that what would I what would I prefer to have a, a, a country with people who could bolster the economy who, once yeah. they've been once they've locked down for a little bit and they're safe and they can you know we can they can be safe enough to return to work or make them continue to work and then get to a point where they can't they physically the, the workforce that is the keeping up the economy is too sick to work yeah you know which would it's I rather the do fact, exactly it's the fact though that they've done all this for Christmas and it's like okay so the lockdown ends December 2nd which means everybody's going to go manic and try and shop mm-hmm. for Christmas because yep. I mean at this point everybody should not be worried about Christmas presents because I'd rather have family alive than worry about what I need to buy for my aunt or my uncle or whoever exactly. I think the main worry should be who should be alive and it actually said it in the metro which it said um one second when i find it uh dr gabriel scally said there's no point in having a very very merry christmas and then burying friends and relations in january and december and i think that's very true we're doing all this all this for christmas and yeah. then what's the impact going to be because households are going to be able to spread within each other and it's just going to be absolutely it's mass that's crazy isn't that's it crazy. Like, what they're allowing is it 10 people i think they're allowing 10 people together at christmas or four yeah. households or something that's a yeah. lot of spread around exactly and the obviously the, the rules that our government have are they change their mind more often than i do change t- change socks that <laughs> they change their mind so often to suit them that yeah. you know the it, it there's little consideration for the fact that people probably won't be able to afford a proper a proper Christmas or a proper Christmas you know a Christmas where there's presents and you know there's decorations and families are all together and all of this and I think that the I'm I'm quite lucky that I've already done my Christmas shopping already like I've got my I've already got that out (laughs) out the way because I knew what would happen I knew oh, I that always shop in October. <laughs> yeah, and I I knew that if I'd have left it until after lockdown, 
everyone's going to be going out because they're going to be fast-tracked on Christmas. The R number is going to go through the roof because they're going to be coming into contact with people. And it's just not safe. It's not safe to shop. It's not safe to shop. And I'd I'd much rather have the schools open than shops open right now. Yeah. Because I know, I'm, as someone who's worked in retail, I know exactly what Christmas time gets like at, in a shop. Oh God, it's hideous. Oh, it is hideous, and yeah, I'm, and I'm just grateful that, you know, well, not grateful. I'm just thankful that I managed to get it all done. But like, like you said, it's absolutely disgusting that, you know, other religions fe- festivals have had to been cancelled because of covid but it's perfectly fine for the white christian man and woman to go celebrate their holiday but yeah. not for other religions who you know probably would take would take covid even more seriously than christian people do at this point to probably, yeah. you know well, to celebrate <laughs> their festival like diwali yeah. and eid and all of that i know that i'm i'm like i said i'm a neanderthal when it comes to other religious holidays but you know, I'm a firm believer that ev- that every it's either one rule for one, or no rule at all. That yeah, everybody, you know, if Christmas is, is you know, if Christmas Christmas is going ahead, so should a Diwali, so should an Eid, so should a. Yeah, but I think this know. year it really it shouldn't have been. I, I think it's one of those where I think for one year Christmas should have been quiet because yeah. at this point. They're just putting Christmas on to boost the economy because yeah. they know for one month people are going to spend and get that mm-hmm. paycheck, like we said, and just burn it. And yeah. it's really disgusting. But also now they've started saying about the jabs and yeah. how the vaccine's happening. So people are starting to not worry and not care. And it, it's getting really concerning because this next month, I think it's going to get really problematic. And I yeah. think January, we're going to be in another lockdown because mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome to lockdown three podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but like yeah, like you said, the jab. You know that I think there's three scientific com- three companies or research sectors. They have said that there's three possible or two. I could be completely wrong. That there's vaccines out there that are effective. Ninety-five percent active. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, I know one's 95% active, um, effective in over 65s. And that, that in itself is you a good see, thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to drop. Did you see there was a news article and the woman messed up and said, it's 95% effective um, at, fen- what was it? I think she was supposed to say at defending elderly people, but instead she put, wait, no, I've completely botched this. Uh, it was somewhat like, <laughs> it's 95% effective in helping the elderly or something. But instead she phrased it in a way where it was like, it's 95% effective in keeping away elderly people. It's how it sounded. <laughs> and what she meant to say was defending, but she phrased it like we're going to be protected from the elderly if we have this virus. <laughs> oh, dear. See, I don't, like, know yes, very many, I don't know very many elderly people, but I do, the people I've noticed who are over a certain age, they're very ignorant of the rules, and they're just like, oh, well, I'm going to die anyway. So Yeah, which I, it's, it's a real it's a hard thing because I'm two-way street on that one on one half I think no you should protect yourself but at the same time they could pass away tomorrow not even from COVID yeah exactly you've gone your whole life to stay at home and stay away from everyone so I can completely respect that they're like 
F this, I'm going out, screw you all. If I'm going to yeah. die, I'm going to die on my own terms. And I completely respect that. But it's the mm-hmm. it's the 40-year-old Karens that are like, it's my life and it's my freedom. And you think, go oh, to bed, yeah. Karen. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to upset some Karens, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we'll get on to Karens, Kens, Chads and Wieners now. Because, <laughs> oh, I know, I know I mentioned it earlier that we... Well, the one thing that was different in lockdown, this lockdown, was that we had the U.S. election, and yeah. I have not seen an absolute shit show of democracy, or you know, just instability in people, in in ever that there are that America is a divided country right now. When and when it was the the election night, and I I can I tell you now, I didn't sleep for the three, four days it was on, because I was just hoping, and I don't pray for anything, but I was hoping and I was praying that, you know, that tangerine in office would get, would be taken out because he would, you know, he's... Oh, he needed to leave. His time was up. Because, well, he's, you know, A, he's a, a, a liar. I'm trying to think of the word. It's when they lie all the time. Trump. <laughs> Trump, yeah, but he's a passing a, of gas. A path, pathological. He, you know, he's oh, a pathological nice. liar. He was li- He lied about figures. He lied about statistics. He lied about, you know, I'm the best president in the world. You know, it's like no, he's, you know, I'm the least racist. You have in your oh, country God. right now, you know, you tear gassed protesters just so you could put, just so you could have a photo opportunity outside an evangelist church yeah you tear gassed protesters people who are who are you know standing up for something they believe in that you are promoting you know violence again violence for and you know you wanted a photo opportunity to you know stand up say i believe in the bible but he could he couldn't off he couldn't if you asked him to you know say oh what's your favorite bible verse i think that's very personal you know, I'm sorry. Oh God, the Bible's <laughs> the Bible has been around for years. You know, thousands and thousands of years, and you can't think of reciting one that's in, not personal. I can think but of also, one. Also, can we talk about the fact that if Jesus was white during that time and in that, what was it, Jerusalem? Jerusalem. I'm so yeah. po- po- don't hate me, people who read it. He would not have been white. That would have been a miracle in its own right. He- he would have been an albino or albino if he was white in the in the middle of, in the Middle East, and and that, and that however, you know we're not trying to we're not being racist or whatever, but in terms of biological sense, his skin would have wouldn't have been pale ass white like me, or pale ass no. white like you, no. you know it would have had to be he would have had to have some sort of skin condition or just born to a different to a different set of people like genetic people he would have a different set of genetics even then he should have been really tanned because it's yeah, very hot it's very hot he, he would have at least had a had a gorgeous tan and whenever he took his robe off he'd have tan lines <laughs> you know oh, yeah. no. stop that's awful you can't say that about him <laughs> but yeah. i mean it's one of those isn't it where trump was a very racist person and yet he tried to put out that he had this set of beliefs and it's like yeah. he really 
he put everything that Barack Obama put in. He took that away took from that all away. those people. Yeah. And the rights movement during the first lockdown, there was all these Kens and Karens being like, oh, they're making the virus go up. They're all lives the matter. Go up. Mm. And then this second lockdown, those same Kens and Karens are out there rioting for their freedom because they can't breathe. Yeah. And they're still out there marching, saying, oh, the election was rigged. It was a hoax. Well, I think you'll find you know, Trump supporters out there and you can, you know, you can come and blast me all you bloody like, but your candidate lost. He lost. Thank he goodness. lost by a massive margin. He provides no evidence to what he's, you know, what he's claiming. He yeah. rather go, he'd rather go golfing than face any, any Oh God, you know, he did with me. He was out golfing when it was happening. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's actively disrupting I'm not an American citizen, so I'm I'm not the first person to talk to about, you know, what the Constitution says and all of this. But he is interrupting the democ the democratic, and I don't mean that as the as the Democratic Party, the dem democratic system that your founding fathers put in place. Yeah. You know, they put that in place, so then it was a fair a fair battle between the two opposing leaders, and yeah. here he is saying I've not, you know. As far as I'm concerned, we did win this election. No, you didn't. You know, wake <laughs> up and smell the coffee. Lost. I mean, thank <sighs> goodness he lost because now a lot of people are going to get get their rights put back into place. And I think all that, all of the things that everybody was doing during the first lockdown, the rights for black movement, mm. and all those beautiful things, like the road art, and it's like it's finally going to perhaps get somewhere in that country because they haven't got Trump in power yeah. now. But and I just hope that other places start to follow. And it's like recently we had the Sainsbury's ad that caused loads of trouble because they had black people in the advert and there's white people mm -hmm. who are now like, I'm not going to shop there because they have people of color yeah. in their advert. And I say, fuck you, Karen, yeah. I, I'm going to shop there and I'm going to support these people because screw you. They make better music anyway. Yeah. But the, <laughs> Like it, you know, the audacity of white middle class people. It's not just it's not just women. It's not just no. men. It's both. No. And it's the, a, yeah. you know, the audacity to say that oh, I I come from this country, you don't because your skin's darker than mine. Ugh. I think you'll find Karen or Ken. You came from <laughs> our country. Your ancestors yeah. sailed over on a lovely boat because our country kicked you out. And I think you'll find that you belong in our country and it was actually their country you invaded. Oh, yeah. that Yeah. So maybe. There's a whole lot of trouble. Yeah. And this is the thing. You couldn't say that to a Karen or a Ken because they then say, you're being racist, you're attacking me, and then they turn it on themselves. I cannot oh, yeah. tell you how many videos of Karens, Kens, Chads and Wieners I've seen. Where they're I just, just think like, that's hideous. You're attacking that... me. I think it's hideous, though, that people think they have these rights and these privileges. And it's like a lot of people don't realize what privileges you have. Like, I have never had any trouble getting into mm -hmm. places or nobody's ever assumed that I've gone into a shop to steal anything. Not that I'm stealing no. anything. But this is the problem that a lot of people have because they've never had these hardships in life. They never they don't realize that. How lucky they've got it. Yeah. So when they hear these people complaining, they're like, oh it's not that hard life's not that hard because they base their life experiences and put it or 
you know, play it onto other people. And mm. I think that, I think during this lockdown, that's been something that's been massively highlighted because we've all been at home. So we've all been able to sit down, read and learn because I've learned a lot of things because I, I didn't realize how privileged I was in some respects. I knew mm -hmm. that I had privileges. Yeah. But it's hideous because it's like, why do I have more rights than somebody else? Mm -hmm. it, and I'm, I'm exactly the same that, you know, as a, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I will say I am a white man, you know, my yeah. skin is, my skin is white, but you know, I've never once questioned the fact that I can, I can walk into a shop and not be questioned about my, like you said, like I cannot be questioned, but I think, yeah. and you know, I think it's disgusting that we are still in 2020 or we are in 2020, despite the fact that it's been a train wreck of a year. That, <laughs> we're still <you> here. Know, <laughs> we're still, we're still here. People are still being racist, still being yeah. sexist, still being and transphobic, homophobic, yeah. xenophobic, you know, people, all people want to do is get along. I'm sorry. No. I'm not, I don't care that, you know, your, your husband is banging your dentist, you know, Karen, <laughs> you know, stop, stop, oh, stop having a go at this, you know, at this beautiful woman, you know, oh, no matter yeah. what her skin color is, no matter who, whose hand she's holding, no matter if she's breastfeeding or, you know, maybe she's a woman dressed in man's clothes. Yeah. You know, she is doing, you know, she's being her authentic self and all she wants to do is live her life in whatever country she lives in. You know, yeah. stop, stop, you know, projecting your problems onto them and then making them feel like they're the problem. I'm sorry. Oh, I do not have, imagine though? I do if... not have any time for Karen's or Ken's and I will happily, 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 if someone came up to me and said, excuse me, I think you're wrong because you're holding hands with another man. I'd be like, excuse me. You know, I think you're wrong for actually making this a problem. I think you'll yeah. find that you are the problem. You have the problem, not me. I'm walking about Tesco's trying to get a, a pint of milk, you know, yeah. you know, go back to doing what you were doing, honey, you know, go back to finding that watermelon that you can't find. You know? but I do think it's surprising though, that the, like the lockdowns has caused it's so weird because it's caused so many connections and people to support each other and mm -hmm. at the same time there's it's, a complete polar opposite where yeah. people have sat down and realized and researched and actually had a read and seen that mm -hmm. there's a lot of racism and there's a lot of homophobe out there and there's a whole lot of problems that we as people have that nobody mm -hmm. realized until they were stuck at home and had to research and I think uh, Maybe that's something about the education system. I mean, as a child, we learned about the KKK and mm -hmm. the hideous things they did to people. And I remember sitting at school and looking at my classmates and thinking, we're a diverse group. There's everybody yeah. in here. And to think this wouldn't have been acceptable. And then to grow up and to realize that there is still this out in the this world. Is, yeah, this is still And that my happening. classmates aren't equal to me. And that's completely unfair. And yeah. it, it's, it's, it goes from everything it's not even just skin color these days mm -hmm. this this lockdown has definitely well these two lockdowns and it's inevitable we're going to have a, a couple more in the future but these, i think definitely these lockdowns like you said they have made people think reflect on their themselves do actually sit down and actually look at the world in a different different view yeah. and you know think about their future going forward that you know yeah. it's you know that it, it's amazing how being shut in can actually change people 
or not, yeah. depending on who you talk to. But that is all we have time for. You know, that's we've. I think we've we've put the world to rights for another week. We're gonna, <laughs> you know, we will be, we will be back again next week. If you have um, it, if if as a listener you have had any thoughts or any you know you've been in a situation where you have been in one something we've talked about and you want to talk discuss it with other people don't be afraid to contact us or yeah. you know, I will make sure all the appropriate information for mental health services or um charities and all of those pe- people that all of those places that if you feel like you need to talk to someone they will be there and yeah. we and us as people as as you know Megan and I we are people we live in the same world as you do and we want to hear from you you know we want to yeah. hear what you think what your and thoughts also are. oh sorry <laughs> and also mm-hmm. if anybody wants to give us some advice or because obviously these are just our opinions so if mm-hmm. you feel that something we've said during this podcast hasn't quite resonated with you and you'd like to give us some more information or teach us something feel free to email us because yeah. obviously we might have said something and it might not be completely right or it's very good to learn we are in a place to learn and please feel free to contact us we also have a link tree which will send you to all of our social media so you can contact us we do have an instagram send us your tea art or tea photography and you can tweet us and tell us what you're drinking to be featured at the beginning of our podcast yeah and that well well next week we are going to talk about I think, I think we did discuss this a little bit, but I think we're going to talk about the the idea, the beauty world, the cosmetics and all of that kind of hullabaloo, because that in itself is a whole tin of worms that we need, that I have a lot of opinions on. I know you have a lot of opinions on. Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. So again, thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on Tea Time with me, Charlie. And me, Megan.